Thanksgiving and Christmas are times many of us spend with family. We have favorite memories, favorite holiday traditions, favorite foods. It's a time when we try to put the problems of the day behind us and concentrate on the good stuff, the stuff for which we're truly thankful. For many of today's teens, though, it's not that simple. The problems of today are many, though they may not even be able to put their fingers on what exactly that problem is. But the symptoms are more obvious. Drug and alcohol addictions, sexual promiscuity, eating disorders, and self-harm. Add to that the enslaving relationships that our kids have developed with digital technology, including social media, texting, video games, and unfortunately, pornography. And the symptoms that we see are systemic throughout America. That means that the underlying problems are systemic as well. And it's leading to an alarming increase in teen suicide, which is now the second leading cause of death among young people, behind accidental deaths. It's grown 60% in the past 50 years. Kids don't feel like they have much, if anything, to be thankful for. They're losing hope. And parents are also losing hope, which is why we're here. This is Licensed to Parent. And today, a solution that you can be a part of to bring hope and healing to America's troubled teens. Welcome once again to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy. Shepherd's Hill Academy is a year-long Christ-centered residential program helping teens in crisis and, by extension, their families. Our host on the program is Trace Embry, the founder and director of Shepherd's Hill, and I'm Rich Rosel. And Trace, uh, today's program is going to be quite different from most of the programs that we do. It's just the two of us here in the studio, and we're going to be talking about some of the problems that we see, and more importantly, some of the solutions that we're able to provide every day here at Shepherd's Hill. And in fact, from that, we want to talk about what we need our listeners to do today to help make it all happen. Amen. Well, Rich... There are any number of good quality radio programs on the air today that pertain to healthy family relationships. And, uh, you know, I've been blessed by them all. Mm -hmm. Focus on the family, family life today, family talk with Dr. James Dobson are just a few that come to mind. Yeah. And they're all great programs. Licensed to Parent, however, is dedicated strictly to the parent-child relationship and how to optimize that relationship for the glory of God. Because I think there are things about our culture, Rich, and you know that's the tagline to our program, Insight for Today's Culture, that affect the parent-child relationship that I really feel we can offer some valuable insights yeah. on, yeah. simply because... Uh, of our experience and our insights gleaned from the work we do at Shepherd's Hill Academy. Uh, it's, it's about staying true to a biblical worldview, uh, but that's exactly what's not happening anymore in America today, not even in the church in many cases. Consequently, we're seeing an upswing in behavioral problems in our young people today. But not only that, we're seeing an increase in the intensity and the complexity of emotional, mental, and spiritual problems mm -hmm. in young people today also. And so the need for therapeutic residential care such as what Shepherd's Hill Academy has to offer, has never been greater because this, the sheer volume of kids giving their parents fits these days is increasing. Yeah. But to add, uh, uh, even to that, uh, we're seeing parents struggling with things that, that most of us would think to be reserved uh, just for kids. Uh, I'm talking tech addictions, social media, drug and alcohol addictions, as you mentioned, pornography and the like. It's a mess. But adults are dealing with this very same thing. Right. Uh, but but I feel that because we're actually in the trenches at Shepherd's Hill uh, and, and we see the trends and we, we know what's bringing healing to these families, 
uh, that we can speak with authority on these issues here on the Licensed to Parent broadcast because Shepherd's Hill Academy is a proving ground of sorts for everything that we talk about here on the Licensed to Parent broadcast. And it affirms so much of what science is now affirming, things that are congruent with what Scripture's already said. And that's just a couple of reasons why today's program is dedicated to giving our listeners a better understanding of Shepherd Hill Academy and why it's so important for the body of Christ to help support and underwrite the work that we do here. Because I don't think the average Christian knows or wants to believe the degree of trouble Christian kids, Christian families, and the church at large is actually in today. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And and by the way, as I said, today's program is a little different from most. We're going to lay out the problems. We're going to describe the solutions as we see them. But I think what's important for you to know as our listener, as we're talking about this, God is good. God is faithful. Amen. And God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He has the power and does use that power to put the right people with the right resources in the right places at the right time to accomplish all of his work. And as we go through the program today, we'd like to ask you to ask God if he might have you in this place at this time to be a part of this ministry. You can help bring genuine healing and life transformation to a family with a troubled teen very easily. I'll give you a web address now. We'll give it to you later in the program as well. But you can go to helpmytroubledteen.org and click on the donate button. It's that simple. Helpmytroubledteen.org. And and Rich, if I might add, I think it's important for our listeners to know that the support that we're really looking for doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a troubled teen in your family to support this ministry. Right. And this is a missionary work. Uh, Former Education Secretary Bill Bennett once said, I think he said it about eight years ago, that America is rapidly becoming the kind of nation that civilized nations send missionaries to. Well, we're here. We're we're here. And our first missionary endeavor is right in the next bedroom. Let's talk about um, some of the therapy that goes on, some some of what happens inside the gates. We talk about on this program exporting what we learn inside of the gates, but when kids come with these problems, what are some of the ways that, that uh, we address it? And, and let me actually start the list off. If you were to send your child, if you were to come here, if you remember the old TV show Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got people living in the woods. Now, I must say they managed to have a transistor radio and they would try to listen <laughs> to stuff. But the kids who come here are unplugged. Describe right. what that looks like. Yeah, well, we understand that uh, because of the systemic problem in America that you mentioned in the opening, uh, these kids are bombarded with sex, drugs, rock and roll, gangs, violence addictions, narcissism of all kinds. And because it's systemic to our our culture, uh, even in the venues out there that on the surface look okay, there's still a lot of worldview indoctrination Mm -hmm. going on out there. And so uh, understanding that, what we've done is we've taken these kids and have have allowed them, uh, not allowed them, we've mandated that they build their own communities in the woods here at Shepherd's Hill Academy with no running water, no electricity in in their living quarters. So it is like Gilligan's Island in the woods uh, from about uh, 8 o'clock at night every night to 6 o'clock every morning. Now, you know, after that, they come on campus where they have... During the day, yeah. School, school teachers, and 
They do have power and electricity and running water in the classroom and, and even computers that they don't always use, but they're there if they need them for research and things like that with filters and an extra set of eyes. But at 3 o'clock, it's back to, you know, partying like it's 1799. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mentioned the Gilligan's Island thing because I was blown away the first time I came here because you, you gave me a tour through the boys' camp. There's a boys' camp and a girls' camp. They yeah. are separate. Sure. One of the things that you mentioned at that time was the fact that a lot of the kids who come here have very few social skills. They're not used to working with other people. They're not even used to having conversations with other people except, and, and we, we harp on the digital technology a lot, mm-hmm. but for many kids these days— they do all of their communing with their fellow human beings on an iPod, an iPhone, yeah. uh, you know, some digital device, and they don't know how to work with other people. They don't know how to talk with other people yeah. in group settings. And take that to the nth degree. That's what we see in the kids here. And so they come here, and it's like, gang, this is the place where you're going to be living and sleeping, but you've got to help build it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. and I don't know what, what organization it was, if it was the American Academy of Pediatrics or what it was, but uh, uh, the statistic was that kids now communicate with their other friends more electronically through digital technologies yes. than they do face-to-face. Yes. And there are myriad different scientific reasons for why that's a problem, uh, relationally, emotionally, uh, I would say certainly spiritually. Uh, but we understand that, and we understand mm-hmm. that this is the root of a lot of our kids' problems and why you're seeing some of the craziest things going out there. I, how else can you explain, even in our government, because the p- people who are running our government now, they're, just, they're ex-hippies. You know, they're taking that same postmodern ideology and plugging it now into our laws to where, you know, you, you got uh, uh, people of opposite sex using the same shower and bathroom in Massachusetts. They're mandating that the churches uh, let Anybody and everybody use whatever bathroom they want to, and it's insane. But when you, when you get these kids away from that environment for a period of time, and usually mm-hmm. it takes several months before you start seeing a, a real noticeable change, then they start connecting the dots themselves uh, because they're not under this constant uh, barrage, indoctrination, if you will, of what has caused our nation to slip into the slime, so to yeah. speak. And they come to their conclusions. They realize, I don't even miss this stuff anymore. Yeah. I didn't realize what it was doing to my critical, constructive, and creative thinking capacities. Yeah. But you see it begin to return. And because of the plasticity of the brain, we now know that the brain can rebuild itself. And once it does, then these kids can connect the dots and start accepting the deeper things of life. And, and, and preeminently, the deeper yeah. thing being the God of the universe, uh, through His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, you talked about it taking several months. On average, a student is here for about a year. Yeah, a year. And uh, that enables them to make the change, but then to develop the new habits and to... To get them to stick. To get them to stick, exactly. Yeah. Because if you if you just say, here's what needs to change, and then you send them right back into the world where nothing has changed. Right, and what did, what did uh, Jesus say about when you sweep the, the slate clean of demons and they go out there and, and then they start returning seven times more than what, what right. they were before? Well, it's the same principle. Any doctor will tell you that, uh, yeah, you're going to feel better two or three, four or five days into this uh, uh, cycle of uh, antibiotics that we give you. But if you don't take the full you know, two weeks or 10 days, whatever it happens to be, you're going to end up, on right. your back longer than, you know, right. 
the, t- the time you're trying to save, you're going to lose. Yeah, and, and the principle is not just get rid of the bad, but replace it with good. Absolutely. So we're establishing the good habits. And by the way, doing that not only with the teens, but also working with the families in that same time frame. So that, sure. the, you know, if a child leaves a home where something is out of balance or many things are out of balance— and you take the child out and then send the child back to the home where things are still out of balance, you're you're working against yourself. So uh, Shepherd's Hill tries to work with the families as well have to. to help them get the right perspective and the right worldview. And yeah. and it's been amazing. I, I, I know you said a lot of times that as parents, and yeah, I've been guilty of this too, we often look at our kids' uh, work in school since they spend a lot of time in school, and we say, you see, oh, well, you know, Johnny is a grade A student, so grades are, mm-hmm. are the all-important indicator, and they're not. Um, <laughs> what are parents seeing, though, after some time at Shepherd's Hill? Well, first of all, because there's such a high percentage of teachers, that student-teacher uh, ratio is so high— uh, the kids are just learning a whole bunch more. And so their grades do go up. Their grades do go up. Yeah, <laughs> but and, that wasn't the main goal. <laughs> and no, uh, but it's a yeah. byproduct of sure. having their brains uh, rebuilt and their heads screwed on straight and their uh, priorities change. Yeah. Uh, but this is just a natural outworking of, of being uh, detoxed from the, the toxic uh, uh, waste <laughs> That has uh, permeated their their entire personalities. Yeah. Uh, and you know we do talk a lot about digital technology here because it is a systemic problem. I'll say, because kids were never designed to have this kind of information this early, this hard, this this fast. Yeah. And it's retarding their developmental process, right. and that's what people don't understand. With without the outside influence that is so readily available through digital technology, then within the average home, the uh, greatest um, source of counsel, the greatest source of instruction would be the parents. And still is. But it isn't when the kids are, instead of listening to their parents, they are quickly checking in with their friends on social media, sharing all their woes, they're getting input Digital technology is the other parent. Right. And, but you want to hear something crazy? Remember, we're a spirit flesh being, okay? Yeah. And it's only the carnal side of these kids that are really into the texting and the surfing the net and the pornography and all the other stuff because the deeper spiritual side really wants to gather their info and knows it's because it's wired into every human being that their parents are the source of those deeper issues. There are deeper things uh, in the course of life uh, that, that mean more than just arousing the dopamine in your system, the serotonin, yeah. whatever. And uh, those are things that deep upon deep, these kids are really attracted to. And, and the scientific studies show that. And even as I speak, the number one influence on kids is still parents. It's just mm-hmm. that the competitive edge is the parents have lost a ton of it yeah. compared to what they used to have. It's been said that you can't see the forest from the trees. Um, that is sometimes true. In the case of parenting, I think it's often true. And so, yep. you know, the things that we talk about on the program, we, we do so to try to equip parents to be able to avoid the need for residential care. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll tell it like it is. We'll show you what we've seen here. And we'd like for you to be able to take that home and apply it and be done with it, be good, have a great outcome. That doesn't always happen because 
when you are in the midst of the conflict, when you're in the midst of I've tried everything and nothing's working, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have hope as a parent. You don't see a way out, and you're not, therefore, communicating the hope to your child that he or she needs. So, therefore, we're here. Yeah. But as we mentioned a couple of times already, it's expensive to be here. Can we talk mm-hmm. about the cost briefly? What does it cost uh, to have a child at Shepherd's Hill Academy? Well, the tuition at Shepherd's Hill, uh, I'm almost afraid to say it, uh, but it's uh, its $88,900 a year is what it costs to keep a child at Shepherd's Hill Academy. And is that because of all of the luxurious facilities that we have here <laughs> in the midst of Gilligan's Island? Oh, no. Uh, look, uh, Shepherd's Hill is not going to impress anybody with our white columns or big brick ivy-style buildings. What we're doing with the kids at Shepherd's Hill is what they need, not necessarily what they want. It's not yeah. about comfort. It's about exercising self-discipline for these kids, uh, a chance to give them, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story yeah. so that they can come to these conclusions by themselves without feeling like they're, they're, they're having Jesus or our worldview forced upon them so yeah. they can get out of here early. Yeah. You don't do altar calls. No altar calls in our chapel. We have chapel every Friday, right. and, and even when we've had World Series champions and Hall of Famers and best-selling authors and people like that, uh, I always have to tell them, uh, I don't care how emotional, I don't care how spiritual, I don't care if you think you got five kids in the palm of your hand, no altar calls. If that kid is genuinely touched by the Spirit of God, yeah. he'll find, uh, he's got enough counselors. Yeah. You know, we have 60 staff members here at Shepherd Till for about uh, 25 to 30 kids any any given time. We're licensed for 36, but we're never really full because it's so cost prohibitive, um, which is why we're doing this program to help people, yeah. uh, help, uh, some of these families out with all that. Uh, and they understand that, that the people yeah. that come and speak in our, in our, in our chapels, they, they get that. And uh, because if you, if you did altar calls every Friday, You'd have kids coming down there just to be seen by the other kids, uh, particularly the yeah. opposite sex. And it would just complicate our job. Uh, we don't want to yeah. jumpstart the Holy Spirit in that, in that sense. We want to fertilize the ground, uh, cultivate the soil of these kids' hearts so that the seed of God's Spirit has a place to take root and bear fruit yeah. on his own. We don't, we don't need to jumpstart uh, the Spirit uh, of God in that, in that sense. But, but just to be clear— Many, many of the kids who come through here leave here with a saving knowledge of Absolutely. Christ. Absolutely. I'd say 95%. And a very healthy discipleship relation in, in terms of learning what Scripture says about Jesus. Right. Let me break these numbers down for you, though. Trace just mentioned $88,900 a year to keep a student at Shepherd's Hill. To do the math, that comes out to uh, just over $7,400 each month per student. $1,710 per week. If you want to break it down per day, it's $244 a day to have a child here. $10.15 an hour. Now, that's for 24 hours a day. That's a lot of money. But might you be able to help support a child for one day? $244 a day. If you could make a one-time gift or uh, perhaps a monthly gift to break that down uh, and, and give some each month, uh, you could support a child for a day. Perhaps you're in a position where God has blessed you financially and you could support a child for a week or a month or even for an entire year. We need your help. These kids need your help, and we would love for you to be a part of this. Once again, you can help by going online now to donate. Go to helpmytroubledteen.org. That's helpmytroubled, with a D, teen.org. 
www.thehomeschoolmedia.org. Click on the Donate tab, or there's a, a banner there on the home screen that you can see that says uh, this is where you can donate. Uh, do that, and please give, uh, but but only do so after praying and uh, considering what God would have you do. We don't ever want you to step out of the will of uh, our Lord and Savior. We'd like you to be doing exactly what He directs you to do. Mm-hmm. And again, we would be so blessed if you would become a part of this ministry. And again, just to, to mention the price, uh, an annual stay here at Shepherd's Hill Academy is $88,900. You know, Rich, I, I think it would be easy to think that, well, Shepherd's Hill just serves only well-to-do families. Uh, it'd be very easy to think that. And we certainly have a number of families that are, that are doing better than most financially. And it really breaks my heart that that more lower-income families in single-parent homes can't get to Shepherd's Hill, but we do have them here. And you'd be amazed at the creative lengths that so many families have gone through just to get their kids to Shepherd's Hill because they're in such desperate need of help. Mm -hmm. Being a 501c3 not-for-profit program, uh, if we have anything in reserve, it goes to needy families and single-parent families as part of our scholarship fund. The problem is that rarely uh, do we have over you know $10,000 in that fund before it gets snatched up, which, of course, is really only a drop in the bucket anyway when you compare it to the balance needed to support uh, these families for a full year uh, of residential care. But if enough people could help shoulder the burden, a lot can be done with a little when there are a lot of folks who are willing to do a little. Yeah. And, and yet I know there are folks out there who financially are in a position to support several families on their own and not even feel it. Yeah. So I hope you can see the need because later on, or probably in our next program, I'm going to share with you exactly why there's arguably no greater opportunity to grow the kingdom of God, both in width and in depth, yeah. than in a work like this. Shepherd's Hill uh, Academy is, is like a college course in Christian apologetics and therapeutic insights, experiences, and value yeah. to these families. And let me mention the numbers once again. Uh, Trace just said, you know, if enough people get on board, we can really make a difference. Well, again, $244 will pay for one child for one day. Well, what if we had 300 people who could give $250 this year? That would put one student in. That would allow one student who could not afford to pay a dime to come to Shepherd's Hill for a year. Well, what if we doubled that? What if we had uh, some $500 gifts? Or what if we had five or 600 people who could give $250 for a year? That would bring several students in. Who knows how the Lord has blessed you? Maybe it's only to give $10 a month. Well, $10.15 buys an hour of time here at Shepherd's Hill. Any little bit helps to become a big bet when more people are involved, and we would love for you to be involved. Again, you're helping the work of Shepherd's Hill Academy. By extension, you're helping the licensed-to-parent broadcast continue, uh, helping those families who, who truly can't come here or who are in a position where they can avoid needing to come here by learning some better parenting skills. Anyway, the way you give once again is uh, by going online to helpmytroubledteen.org. That's helpmytroubledteen.org. We often give the licensed parent website. This is just a a different URL that heads basically to the same place. And uh, again, helpmytroubledteen.org. Click on the donate button. And uh, again, remember, all of your donations are tax deductible. I think that's the the amazing thing about this whole thing is that we're not just dealing with average Christian kids and making them better Christian kids. It's just amazing that these kids are one foot uh, in the grave or one foot in jail. 
and we're taking these this caliber of situation, transforming it into kids who are not just more microcosms of the culture, like so many Christian kids are today, but we're, these kids are being transformed into change agents to the culture because they've had a year a bit sequestered from the culture, not isolated, but certainly insulated, to put it all together. Hmm. And it just gets them fired up to go out there and make changes because yeah. they realize, you know what, I want to have kids of my own someday. I don't want them to go through the same garbage <laughs> I had to go through. Right. And that's really a, a great thing. Well, Trace, we'll, uh, we'll dive deeper into this next time. Thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, listen, thanks for being here, Rich. And I also want to say that next time we're going to tell a few stories, real-life stories, uh, that uh, hopefully some of the listeners can identify with, yeah. with these kids. Well, again, thanks so much for uh, listening to today's Licensed to Parent program as we are here in the Thanksgiving and Christmas season. And since many of the kids who are here at Shepherd's Hill don't get a typical Thanksgiving celebration with their family or a typical uh, Christmas celebration, Trace, what is it that kids experience here? What is Christmas at Shepherd's Hill like? Well, Rich, so often I hear... Kids say, this is the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. Uh, this is the best Christmas I've ever experienced. And I, I almost hesitate to say that because I know there are going to be parents listening to this. And it's no indictment against the Christmas or Thanksgiving head at home necessarily. But I think kids start to realize uh, that the world has gotten so caught up in the commercial part of these holidays. Yeah. Revisionist history and whatnot, the kids come to realize actually, that we are thanking God, uh, that it is the birth of our Savior, and in the community that they're experiencing with these uh, other kids that they're with, uh, there is no social media to wreck it for them, to uh, no high-pressure this, to have the best this or that gift, or, you know, all these kids being swamped with, you know, yeah. indulgences. It simplifies it for them. It's a spiritual experience, and they'll tell you this. So uh, I hear over and over, this is the best Thanksgiving I've ever experienced, the best Christmas I've ever experienced. Yeah. They'll go out in the woods and cut down a little Charlie Brown tree and stick it at their campsites <laughs> and decorate it with pine cones and certain things like that. It's heartwarming. It's heartbreaking at the same time. And uh, I just wish more people could actually come here and visit Shepherd's Hill and experience this. Because I know, you know, I probably sound like a salesman trying to, to sell them on the fact that Shepherd's Hill needs your support. Uh, but really, you know, Shepherd's Hill doesn't need your support. But I think more families that can't get here do. Yeah. And yet we, we're not even usually filling the beds that we have now because it's cost prohibitive. And most parents yeah. think if you if you don't have big white columns and Ivy League brick and mortar that, you know, my kid's not being comfortable. Well, being comfortable isn't necessarily part of healing all the time. And once they acclimate to this environment, they get real comfortable in it. Yeah. And the healing begins. And so... Um, I just wish more people could be here to witness that and experience that and see what the kids uh, experience and, and what they have to say yeah. about being here through two of the most, uh, probably the biggest holiday celebrations that we have here in America. Mm. It's just a really neat thing to experience. Well, we certainly hope that you and your family will have uh, a wonderful Christmas season. And uh, as you celebrate, would you perhaps consider adding one of these other families to your Christmas. And uh, even right now in this season, consider making a gift to Shepherd's Hill Academy on behalf of one of these families in need. Uh, once again, the web address that we'd like you to go to is helpmytroubledteen.org. Help my troubled
tax-deductible-2019.org. Make your tax-deductible donation. And uh, here at the end of the year, you can uh, mark a new beginning for some of these families. Thanks so much for listening today. On behalf of Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosal. And we invite you to phone a friend, perhaps, and get them to join us uh, next week as well so they can learn more about the Shepherd's Hill story and can get on board as well. And at that time, you can renew your license to parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. We'll see you next time.